Coming up, a two-part staggered Sunday podcast. The NFC over-unders are next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network and TheRinger.com, where you can find just a ton of fantasy football content, including the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. You heard those guys on my podcast on Tuesday talking about uh, our favorites. It was the My Guy second annual fantasy draft. They're doing sleepers and last-minute takes on their podcast as well. We also have the Ringer Fantasy Football Guide, which you can find on TheRinger.com. Lots of uh, predictive stuff. On Ringer NFL show, uh, Sheil and Solak were banging out their division winners and playoff teams. Solak went about as chalk as I've ever seen in my life for the AFC. I was really disappointed. He's young. He doesn't know any better. Um, we also have the Ringer Gambling Show, where the East Coast Bias guys have been covering a lot of that stuff. Sharp and House come back on Friday to preview week one. And we have Against All Odds, as we announced on Thursday coming back to the Ringer Podcast Network. And Sal is going to be creating um, a weekend preview show called Cousin Sal's Weekend Winners that launches this Friday on FanDuel TV. And then you can hear him and Tate on, it's going to be Tuesday mornings running as a pod and on FanDuel TV as well. So stay tuned for that. Speaking of FanDuel, we have a boost that we talked about, I think in part two, San Francisco, Kansas City, and Philadelphia, all to make the playoffs, which was minus 118. Our friends at FanDuel have boosted that to plus 130, and you can find it Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday on the app. So if you want to jump on that, we would recommend it. We think those are all playoff teams, especially uh, San Francisco and Philly in the NFC, which is weaker, which we're about to discuss. So uh, you can check that out. I think there's a three-day window to jump on that. You can find a bunch of great boosts and parlays as well and futures. And we helped out. I think there's going to be some ringer specific futures that we put up there as well. So there you go. I'm not going to talk about Team USA on this podcast. I'm not going to panic because they lost to Lithuania. Tough day for the Austin Reeves hive though, because they were punishing him. Lithuania beats the USA team and they were punishing him down low. They had to take Reeves out. So Reeves went from like, it was a big three with Davis and LeBron to, uh-oh, you can post this guy up. I'll be interested to see what happens the rest of the tournament. But little, you know, the USA didn't need the game. So they were playing a bunch of players. I think when we get to the actual knockout round, which starts on Tuesday, you'll see the rotation shorten. And I'm not too concerned, but it is just amazing to watch these other countries. They, I, We've been saying this for 15 years, but... To say the other countries have caught up is an understatement. Canada is just legitimately good. Um, and then you watch like teams like Lithuania and Latvia. And it's just everybody's got a couple NBA players and they all know how to play together. So this, I think this next week of the World Cup starting Tuesday is going to be really awesome basketball. And unfortunately for me, it's on early in the morning. Too bad. All right. It is time. The NFC Overrunners with Cousin Sal. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Sal, we're coming out of the gate with your favorite division, the division that has tormented you, brought yeah. you great delight. It could have brought you a little more joy, I think, over the years than it did, maybe. <laughs> a little more. Decent a little, amount a of joy, but maybe a little none. more yeah, over yeah. the years. Yeah, yeah. Philadelphia is the favorite. <sighs> Their over-under is 11 and a half, plus 104. So there's been a little action on the under. They are minus 115 to win the division, plus 330 for the conference, and plus 800 for the Super Bowl, plus 330 for the number one seed. And if you think they can go 14 and three, that's plus 420. Who thinks that? Well, they went 14 and three last Uh, year. They're absolutely loaded. I did my player rankings and, uh, you know, they had 13 guys plus an above average coach. I said this on a previous pod. I think Kurtz is my favorite MVP pick. He's either 12 to one or 11 to one, wherever you get it. If you look at his stats last year where they didn't play a bunch of fourth quarters. He missed two games and he was still almost like a 3,800, 800 guy. He's their rushing guy in the goal line. He's basically Josh Allen with less PR. He's a guy that gets pushed. and uh, He gets pushed, get pushed in. Yeah. He has the best offensive line in the league and up there with best weapons. Mm-hmm. Running back's probably the weakest spot of the team, but even then, that's the easiest spot to fill. I don't want to go backwards because we did the AFC already, but yes, Hertz is a good pick, but I still say... Just keep betting Mahomes every year. Just take year. them every what, year. What, just do it. We talk about that all the time. You get six to one, six to one on the Chiefs, six to one MVP Mahomes. And, you know, instead of a, a what is it, annuity? What is that fund that people have that we don't squander all their money gambling? <laughs> uh, just do that. It's definitely not yeah. called an annuity oh, okay. for this. Um, what are the Mahomes MVP odds right now? I thought it was six, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then by like week two, all of a sudden it's like plus 130. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know that's it's going down. immediately changes. But Hertz is, is a good number two, I think. Oh, Mahomes is on, yeah, FanDuel right now at 6-1. to one. Yeah. Allen's 7-1. Burrow's 7-1. Herbert's 9-1. to one. And Hertz is 12-1 to one as we're taping this yeah. uh, earlier before the season. But I don't know why he does them the same odds as anybody else. What is the case against this team other than schedule and Super Bowl hangover? All right, there's a few. First of all, if they went under, we're looking at their under 11 and a half. If they went under, 11 and 6 is very good for a team that lost in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl loser hangover is a real thing. Almost always lets down. Didn't they, happen in Cincinnati last year. Uh, okay. All right. Take the Kyle, take that out. No, no, I'm just, I'm right now. But all right, it, it was one this? of the few times That's where true. it actually didn't happen. Right. I know. That's what I didn't mention. But no back to back winners in the NFC East yeah. 19 years. They lose both coordinators. And their stats-wise, it's almost impossible to duplicate what they did. Even defensively, what they did. 70 sacks last year, and the next best was 55. And they lose a couple of those guys, right? I know it's all about Jalen Hurts. And this time last year, we were probably debating whether or not he's the right fit for Philly, right? Or did you have them going far? No, we think- talked about that was the yeah. big question mark with them last year was... What are we getting with Jalen Hurts? What are we getting with this coach? Mm-hmm. Those were the two things, and both of them turned out really well. I think the Jalen Carter piece, you know, as you know, I love the preseason stuff with the hype. And sure, um, when the teammates start talking about guys, and Darius Slay had this like paragraph long rave about Jalen Carter. He was calling him baby rhino. He was like, this guy's absolutely a problem. And but he just did it in a way where you're like, oh, this guy must be really good because this is right. like a monologue about how amazing this guy is. Right. And they basically got the number one pick in the draft who fell to nine because um, there was an incident mm-hmm. in classic NFL fashion and he just kept dropping. And then in classic NFL fashion, you get to a point where it's like, all right, this is too far. Somebody's got to take him. Right. So they end up with him. And it's a huge X factor. I don't feel like this is a normal Super Bowl hangover team where you're just basically adding the best guy in the draft. Then if Nolan Smith's good too. Um, yeah. Well, they lost seven starters. Let's let's not forget that. That is tough. Like I said, both coordinators. But this Philly Bulldogs thing they're doing is really nuts. So now it's Devontae, Deontay Swift, Carter, Nolan Smith, Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, right? Yeah. It's really... And is that the secret? Like, why even hire scouts? Like, Quarterback's another thing. Take the kid from Fresno. Belichick used to do this with Alabama. Yeah, just take yeah. interior linemen and interior defensive players who have started for two years for the Alabamas, for the Georgias, and you really probably can't go wrong. So they're doing that right. That GM is a genius, but I still think 11-6 and six is a good good measure for a team You know, with so much going on in a division with three playoff teams and tough first-place schedule, right? Minnesota, at Tampa Bay, not that great. And at Kansas City, third toughest schedule in the league. 
I think their offense is going to be incredible. Like they do have the best offensive line. They do probably have the best one-two receiver punch, unless you wanted to throw the Cincy guys at me. Yeah. But Smith and Brown probably have the championship belt for that. Goddard's the best all-around tight end. Hertz is no worse than the fifth QB in the league. So you could say, all right, they don't have the same offensive coordinator. Maybe that's going to hurt them. But I just think they're so loaded on offense. And could the recipe be what happened last year where they just get these leads? The best thing they have is the pass rush. So now they're, mm. now they're up 14 in the fourth quarter. Those guys are just like, you know, killing whoever and they're finishing I the can't game. argue. I can't say they got lucky last year. They blew everybody out. They were a tour de force. So you have them at 13? So I have them at 12 and 5. And I'd be willing to consider 13, which 13 plus wins on Fandles plus 210. Mm-hmm. But I think 12 and five with the schedule, um, they're catching New England really nicely in that week one where New England's offensive line, I still don't even know who's starting. Yeah. It gets a little dicey at the end. They, the, one of the interesting things, and this ties in with the Giants over under two, they play the Giants week 16 and then week 18. 18 right. And they might have everything wrapped up because mm-hmm. it's either them, Dallas or San Francisco. We agree those are the three teams, right? I don't see anybody else unless the Packers just catch this yeah. crazy schedule wind and all of a sudden they're 10 and one. Or those something. are the three favorites. But I think those are the three. And there's a chance Philly, you know, if anything happens to the other two, that Philly just has this locked up down the stretch, which would help the Giants. I just don't see any world where they're worse than 12 and five. No, unless no, somebody gets hurt. Don't see any world. I think somebody has to get hurt. World. But they're over under 11. Uh, I know. All right. I just think they're a 12 win team. They have too much talent. All right. And, I'll say this with your team. Your team, the over-under is nine and a half and it stayed that way and the, it's got a huge minus sign on it now. It's like minus yeah, 165. stupid. I don't know why your over-under is not 10 and a half. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So let's I move to you, your I team you and we can compare part. and contrast. Well, first of all, uh, real quick, because I, I will throw an Eagles prop at you, which is good yeah. on, on Fandle. Uh, Jalen Carter or Nolan Smith, defensive rookie of the year, plus 550. That's pretty good. Two bites of the apple there. Um, that's pretty good. Or the cheesesteak, however you want to do it. But my team, yeah, nine and a half. It won't move. What'd you say? It was minus 162 is the over. They must, I, I think when there's so much money on it, they are almost become afraid to move it because then you can just try to middle it and the get other it way. at 10. I've seen a couple of them move. I thought the Ravens moved the actual They number. should move it. I think that's too low. Your defense is going to be awesome. Listen. Hey, like the fact that you added Gilmore. Right. I thought it was one of the most under the radar things. He was awesome last year. He was like, 2019 Pats Absolutely. Gilmore last year. Absolutely. Gilmore, they they pick up Cooks. I mean, they're probably going to have the best set of corners with Diggs, Gilmore, Scott Bland in the, in the slot. But Kellen Moore out. That's what worries me a little. Uh, Mike McCarthy announcing he's calling the plays. Yeah, that, they're going to so run a lot more. Yeah, that's like, worrisome. What else, are we going to run to the left? I mean, he's giving away way too much information. <laughs> We're going to run to the left yeah, more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, no, you're lined up on the wrong side, defense. <laughs> well, listen. We were damn good last year. I know yeah, it's comical know. once we get to the playoffs. 12 wins. We knock out Brady. We forced him to retire. The guy was never going to retire if we hadn't beaten him in the playoff game. And they lost to an excellent 49er squad. So, okay, talking about them as a regular season team is different than talking about what's going to happen in mid-January. But I do like them over nine and a half. Like well, you also, game. you're the best defensive player in the yeah. league. I, I think Parsons has Parsons. the belt now. Unless you want to give it to Chris Jones because... Lombardi has the whole thing. He thought Chris Jones was the best guy last year. Really? It's either It was either him or Parsons. Donald, who I think everybody thought was the best guy, but that team, whatever. They're so young, 13 and a half sacks. You know, but they I, lock up digs for $97 million. He has 17 interceptions in the first three years. They, they have some real ballers on defense. Parsons' defensive player of the year is like plus 450. I don't know why he just wouldn't be in the mix every year. Yeah. Because he just destroys games. I mean, we're never seeing LT again, but but things could it's, open it's, up for it's him, It's a too. semi-LT-ish impact. Right. And you just have a shitload of talent. Um, schedule, you're playing AFC East, NFC West. So you have two easy NFC West games. And then who knows, maybe someone will stink, stink in the AFC East. But I, to me, 11 and 6 minimum. And I'm you're going to have games where the defense just wins the game and you don't even have to do anything. Yep. It has nothing to do with the playoffs. You know, it's like what we said about the Bills. Like you can be a really good regular season team. Right. It might not mean anything. But I don't see how you're not one of the best three teams. I would have loved to have zagged against it, especially with McCarthy. Like, mm-hmm. give me the car keys. It's McCarthy time. I don't trust Dak, as you know. I thought Dak was not good last year. Do you not think he's a top eight quarterback? Like, you wouldn't put him in your top eight? No. Really? No. Oh, man. 
I don't look at his numbers. Like last year was just a weird year. I'll tell Turn you where on. I had him. So I have, I have Mahomes. Careful. I might throw this water in your face. So yeah, Mahomes. Then I have eight pointers: Allen, Herbert, Hertz, Burrow. Six pointers: Rogers, Lamar, and Lawrence. So is that that's eight? I don't know what these. So I have Prescott mean. nine. Yeah. Oh, you have nine. Okay, that's better than most. But and then I have like. Cousins, Watson, Jones, Geno, Stafford, right after him. Listen, he said he's he like wasn't slightly going better to have than those guys. Ten interceptions. He called it out. He called the number, and so far he's right. He only had like eight interceptions in preseason and practices. So good for him. No, a PF Focus had him second in standard accuracy. It's so weird how people view Dak Prescott, but I think he's going to be the guy. I'm glad we haven't mentioned Trey Lance. People are losing their minds over Trey Lance, a guy who's going to be inconsequential in this. This, for this I don't roster. understand what who are you competing against with the fourth round pick for Trey Lance? Who are the other teams lining up? What do you mean? Oh, like, why did you have to give up anything for him? I thought the Niners oh, were gonna have to trade a pick to get rid of him because he had like this gotcha. guaranteed money. It's like picking up a piano. Like, no, <laughs> right. no, you're not gonna get money for this piano. I gotta take it out of your house. Right. You know? yeah, and I have to like pay the movers to take the piano. Right, right. Yeah, and no, no, actually, I'm gonna also need a fourth round pick with the piano. He's it's a like, piano. Well, I'm man. doing you a favor. Right. Uh I don't if you had a Add, we talked about this on Against All Odds. How many over-under touchdown runs for Lance, though? He might be the push E, which the Eagles Oh, you think famous. they're going to use him in packages yeah, like Malik could, Cunningham? Because I don't think My maybe new hero just like the at the one-yard line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your practice squad hero. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I could see them using him in that regard. But again, I thought Cooper Rush was solid. We know he can win. He went 4-1 and one last year. It's ridiculous. These two teams are really good. I think... With Dallas, there is a sneaky at the Giants week one game. Sure. Followed by the Jets week two in Dallas. Yeah, New York back to back. Like, 0-2, you, you're not even on your radar? No, for that? sure it is. Yeah, okay. those are tough teams. Right. But we do, we do have the Giants number for sure. Okay. I'll throw this at you. Cowboys highest scoring team is 16-1. to I think we're only like, only a few points off that measure. And like I said, um, Dak missed four four games there, five games. So. I was excited for your number one seed bet, but I didn't like the odds. It was plus 600. What was it? Six? Yeah, I thought maybe if it was like nine to one, I thought that would yeah. be tasty. Um, playoffs minus 225 seems pretty pretty fair. Yeah. Super Bowl 13 to one, but you can't. No, Dallas I Super Bowl odds are always that. screwed up. Well, because you're like Red Sox fans. Where people just bet it. Uh, I'm good. Odds. We can talk regular season. I can't get them postseason just yet. Do you want to power rank your top five most disappointing Dallas seasons before we move no, on? No, of course not. You don't want to do that off the top of your head? Why do I have to do that? What was the number one most disappointing Dallas season? Uh, Romo botching the yeah, snap? Yeah, that was... No, that the, when they lost to the Giants and they were... Um, were they 13-3 and three that year? And Eli and Giants won, went to the oh, Super Bowl and beat your team. It's probably, it's probably the same year as yours, right? You ate yeah. that year. What about the year when Dak... Didn't get up to the line in time to run the last play. Yeah, that play. was fun. What team? Who were you playing in that year? The Niners. And then the Niners last year was when uh, Ezekiel Elliott snapped the ball and uh, and got and got annihilated. And got annihilated. Last play as a cowboy. Yeah. I want to make fun of Jerry Jones more, but they've drafted really well. They've made they've done a lot right. of smart moves. Like it's hard to you say, look at some of these other teams, shit. like the Cardinals, who don't have anyone left on their teams, and some yeah. other trend. Even the 49ers, bad drafts. You know. Uh, like they traded up to get Parsons. He didn't fall to their right. lap. Like they made moves and they went and they got him. It's yep. impressive. Yep. All right. So here's what's going to get a little wonky. I also have the Giants in double figures going 10 and seven and making Whoa. the playoffs. They're over under a seven and a half. Hmm. They are plus 172 to make the playoffs. A bet I've already made. They're three to one to win 10 plus games. And here's the case. I'm not scared off that they're in the Dallas Philly division. All right, so they go one and three against those teams. The mm -hmm. Giants are good. They were nine seven and one last year. They were slapping things together. You know, it was supposed to be this rebuilding year, and Dayball did such a good job rejuvenating everybody that uh, by the end of the year they actually had something. They win a playoff game. I thought Thibodeau came on. I liked the draft that they had. The Darren Waller thing's a real thing. Like, I think they're going to unleash that guy. I, I try not to get too sucked in by the preseason hype, but that guy was awesome when? three years ago. Oh, all right. Yeah. He and did, he, he was didn't... supposed to have a huge comeback year last year. There's something weird with his salary. I didn't. Do you but... know how many, guess how many 
missed tackles he forced last year, Darren Waller? Not a lot. Just guess. Guess zero. You'll be right. You want to be right? <laughs> guess zero. Not one. I don't know. I, I think the, the little weirdness with this team, the Barkley offseason fiasco is not great. I liked them this time last year. I don't know if I picked them to make the playoffs. I like them over. I think they're seven and 10. The day ball thing is we're going to look back at that. Like he won coach of the year at nine, seven and one. You yeah. know, I don't know if we're going to see that again. Uh, and they were one, four and one in division game. So if you think they're going to improve on that, I could see why you might go over seven and a half. It's just such a suspicious, it's the most suspicious line. I think over under out there, seven and a half. Well, there's some terrible rest stuff with them. Yeah. They have a hard schedule. I get all the reasons they're, they're doing AFC East, NFC West. One of the things I like for the over, they play Philly in week 18. 16 and 18. You said, oh yeah, right. But that has all the makings of Philly mm-hmm. doesn't play anybody, right? right? So if they can, even for the over-under, which is seven and a half, let's say they're seven and nine heading into that last week and Philly rests everybody, that could get them to But eight. does anyone sit anyone in week 18 now that it's, um, it's almost always something to play for now, now that there's only one bye. Like even the Chiefs played all their guys against the Raiders last year. Yeah, no, it happened last year. I like their pass rush. I like their style. Mm. And really, I love their coach. And I thought he was one of the best coaches I saw last year. And I just find it hard to believe they're going to go 7-10. and 10. All right. I think they're, he replaced especially Joe in Judge. this crap conference. He replaced Judge. Yeah. That was mm. your new coach guy last year. Yeah. Washington, I have under 6.5. Oh, House is not going to be happy. Plus 100. Too. Same thing. They uh, they finished 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one last year. They're plus 310 to make the playoffs. There's some weird Washington buzz that I don't fully understand because I think a lot of people watch that game when they beat Philly. <laughs> I think Ron Rivera is one of the five worst coaches in the league. Yeah. And we'll get to another coach that I can't believe people What about? I think, don't realize I think later. people are looking at an even more recent game. I hear a lot of people talk about that preseason game against the Ravens where they broke the streak as this is it. This is the moment Washington the dumbest turns it thing around. Ever. Like, yeah. You're trying, oh you're playing your Are first you stringers in a this preseason game. By the way, they gave up five quarter. first downs in the first six plays that defense. But uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not there either. I'm going under. I don't, I, I, first of all, great. Daniel Snyder's out. That stench is gone. You got Josh Harris, the new yeah. owner, no more sewage in the stadium, but it's still Sam Howell and Eric B trying to, pick up an offense that hasn't been top 20 in six years. I just don't see a lot of explosive playmakers on either side of the ball, including Chase Young, who they didn't grant that fifth-year option. Right. So, if Chase Young was yeah. good, why didn't they grant the option? Right. There was already like that weird Rivera B enemy thing right. that uh, the season hadn't even started yet. I was looking at him for first coach fired. Yeah, They're at Denver, at Philly, at Atlanta, at the Giants, at New England, at Seattle, at Dallas, and at the Jets. So mm. none of those games are easy. They also have Buffalo, Philly, San Francisco, and Dallas at home. Yeah, they I don't see six teams with uh, six games with teams with twelve or more wins. I don't see like any roadmap yeah. for them to be good. I have them down for six and eleven. They're yeah. over under six Sorry, and a half. So there you go. Uh, we're gonna take a break. Come back with the NFC North. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I understand that some things you just want to keep private. Maybe it's something you don't want anyone to know, or maybe you think it's something minor, so why bother? But if you keep everything bottled up, if you let those emotions sit there and fester, it could be really, really bad from you. Sometimes it depends on what kind of family you're from. Like my dad's family is one of those. They bottle everything up, bottle everything up, and then they all just get mad at each other. Listen, talking things through is more helpful than you think. If you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend some therapy. Think about the things you can get out of therapy. First of all, a sounding board. You can learn better coping skills. You can learn how to set some boundaries. 
maybe how to empower yourself a little better day to day. And if you want to give therapy a try, well, I have an answer. BetterHelp, a convenient and flexible way since it's entirely online right now. It's easy to get started too. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bill Simmons. All right, Sal, speaking of things I don't understand, the Detroit hype train, their over-under is nine and a half. They finished nine and eight last year, finished the season strong. They're garbage on defense last year. Mm-hmm. They seem like they're going to be garbage again on defense, but with a much harder schedule. They open things off at Kansas City. They also play at Green Bay, at Baltimore, at the Chargers, at New Orleans, at Chicago, at Minnesota, at Dallas. I don't like overhyped teams that just are, are riding something that didn't really mean anything to begin with. Yeah. Um, I think there's a better team in this division, and I just don't see it. I don't see the Lions thing at all. I don't understand it. I think it's weird. People seem to forget that they're also the Lions. Like that people, has to be factored in. It has in. to be factored in. Three like, games. What fan base total. has disappointed their fans over the years more consistently than the Lions? Right. And they actually have real hope and expectations this year. I think their offense is going to be good. I get it. Yeah. Sure. They, they, they're basically like the NFC Chargers, right? But I'm not going to take them seriously. Yeah, and uh, we talked about it in the other pod, like the recency bias. Everybody remembers that week 18 game against the Packers on Sunday night, a Packers team that we all think was bad, but they won that. And it's like, you would have thought they made it the two games into the playoffs. They didn't. Yeah, there's a lot of buzz. I mean, imagine having them at 10 wins automatically. I'm going under nine and a half. There's not a ton of room for improvement. They were five and one in the division last year. Right. So what are they, they're going to run the table to get that number better. And you're right, against an improved schedule, their defense, I know Hutchinson had nine and a half sacks, their sixth round pick, Houston had eight sacks. But other than that, it's kind of a mess. They're, that, they're, they're not going to be able to five. cover anybody. No. So they're playing so. Kansas City in week one. They're probably going to give up like 38 points in that game. Yeah. Oh, they'd be lucky. Yeah, that that'd be that. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. They added Gardner Johnson, the safety from Philly, who got banged up a little, and the cornerback from Pitt. But yeah, they have a ways to go. And I think people fell in love with Dan Campbell. The uh, the other Campbell, you know, they they may have reached on the on the uh, draft picks too. Like they well, they took they a, running a running back twelfth. Yeah, Jamal Williams had what seventeen touchdowns. Like, right. They didn't need a running back. Weird use of they resources. Really didn't need a linebacker. People do too, like Gibbs, but I yeah. you know I don't. I, that's not how I would have used it. I didn't understand it. I don't understand what happened to Minnesota last year. <laughs> they went, They finished 13 and four. Are we doing Minnesota now? Well, yeah, Minnesota's next. They lost to the Giants and everybody has them penciled in for a massive regression. Their over-under is eight and a half. So their over-under is four and a half less than so the stupid. amount of wins they had last year. That's and dumb. I'm going under on the oh, on, on that. Really? Yeah. So what are you, the six or seven, eight? I'm what? at seven and 10. I mean, you're going over. I, you you said it. It's eight and a half. Now the the big number that jumps out at everyone. They were eleven and zero in one score games, right? Yeah. Can't they be seven and four in one start score games and win nine games this year? Like, why is that so hard? I just don't see the talent. No talent. Just other you, than you, Jefferson you, you, and Darisaw. Like, I don't know. Jefferson Addison is Hunter dynamite. He's going to be good. I think Madison is as could be as good as Cook. If you look at his games when Cook wasn't when they weren't split in time. Madison put up good numbers. Zadarius Smith leaving is uh, not ideal, but they bring Brian Flores in at DC. I think they're going to be good. They brought the premier cornerback oh, in Murphy I like from when Arizona. Disagree. I love it. I think they win eleven games. This is <laughs> this is what they win this division. That signing of Danell Hunter makes me think like, all right, they're serious about this team. Why everybody's sleeping on them? They're going to go eleven and six. That team was a hot garbage thirteen and four team. That's going to be worse this year, and I have them at seven and ten. Is there something we'll to say about right. a, a team that could win one score games? Like, does Cousins get any credit? Yeah, it's for called being luck. Able to No, I watched some of those times? games. They were infuriating. All right. They were some of the dumbest lo- uh, losses for the other team I could ever remember. I know. I didn't like them either, but that at four and a half game regression. So I have Green Bay as my 11 and six team. Wow. You're They're over under eight. seven and a half, plus 350 for the division, 20 to one for the conference. 10 plus wins, plus 250, 11 plus wins, plus 440, if you think I'm right, on FanDuel. Incredi- Why do you like Jordan Love so much? Well, nobody liked him two years ago. And- 
I think no. he's fine. I I just thought Rodgers was pretty mediocre last year. There's major Ewing theory potentially, even though Rodgers won a Super Bowl in Green Bay, but it was so long ago, people mm. barely remember. Um, I just like the team. I think they're they're loaded with dudes on both ends that were picked in high rounds of the draft. I thought, you know, they what were they finished last year? They were eight and nine. It felt like it was five and twelve, yeah. but it was eight and nine, and they right. were kind of in. You know, some of those nine losses, too. I, the Rodgers thing was just bizarre. It was hung over the team like a black plague. And the schedule is just ridiculously easy. I mean, they're coming out of the gate. At Chicago, at Atlanta, then home for New Orleans, Detroit, at Vegas, at Denver, home Minnesota, home Rams. They're they so might be young, like, man. They're they so might be young. like six and Six and one after the first oh, eight. Come on, they, their draft picks have to contribute immediately. Van Wait, have you read Musgrave. about the tight end Musgrave? Yeah, Musgrave's going nuts about it. I him. know, but that's a, did they do him any favors, Jordan Love? Like they're four pass catchers, the number one, like have one year experience at most, two of them. Yeah, right? Dobbs and Watson. Well, you like Watson, right? I thought Watson was I, good I last think year. You look at his numbers. I think Rodgers made him what he was. He hit the, that fly pattern. And he was gone. But if you're looking at like 70 receptions out of that guy, it's not happening. Didn't even happen in college for that guy. So um, really good right. running backs, the good offensive good. line. First of six opponents, no playoffs. So that's good. But they have a, I would say, a borderline elite pass rush, probably a notch below the Philly Dallas, but next that level. Defense wasn't great. I think Barry, that defensive coordinator is out if he doesn't put it together this year. I don't know. I, I, like I do Bay. have him over. I know I'm talking, I'm, I'm down on him. I have him at eight and nine, but even that's over. I have for tough games for them at Atlanta, at Denver, at Pittsburgh, at Detroit, at the Giants, at Minnesota, and home KC. Those are going to be the ones that maybe they won't be favored in most mm -hmm. of them or whatever, but for the most part, they're going to be favored in a lot of these games. The last four aren't bad. Tampa Bay, Carolina, Minnesota, Yeah, I like Chicago. it. I just like the vibe. I like the everything I've read. All right. And I think getting the Rodgers thing behind them was good. I'm in on the Packers. Well, everybody we talked about in the other pod, everyone's rooting for that result, right? Yeah. Packers would be good. Bears over under seven and a half, which seems ridiculously high. I don't understand that at all. They're three and 14 last year. So just beating the over under would be a five win gain. Mm -hmm. DJ Moore is good, but come on. Uh, people seem to like their draft great. I am still. No idea if Justin Fields is a competent <laughs> quarterback or not. Why? Because he threw six times last year? Yeah, there, there's just amazing stats. Lombardi and I talked about it, about they were behind in all these games, and yet Still you know, throw. They, they threw like the, it was in the top three lowest pass attempts for any team. It was like a 1960s team. I know. Yeah. It was really crazy. So like, something they didn't like. I hate their schedule to begin the year where they're, they got Green Bay at Kansas City, at Washington, they're playing the at the Chargers at New Orleans. Like it's it's like a weirdly harder NFC North schedule than the other teams, which I don't understand. They do have Arizona near the end of the year, but uh, I just don't think they have any talent. He threw three hundred eighteen times. Brady threw like over seven hundred times. Three hundred eighteen when they were behind, really over and nuts. over again. So I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know that DJ Moore makes a difference for a team. That doesn't want to throw. It's almost like they were like, we were going to trade him, so we don't want to see, want show anybody what he could do with his arm. So yeah. don't pass under any circumstances. That defense was so bad. To be clear, I'm not ruling him out. Like Trubisky, I was out. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's been quarterbacks who are like that guy doesn't have him out. Right, Marcus Mariota. I think Fields maybe he'll be good, but we just didn't see any evidence that he can play four quarters of football and mix passes and. Yeah. Running, and I just, I don't see it. Yeah, it, it's just odd because 177 rushing yards a game was second best, and it was largely due to him. But, yeah, if you can't, if you can't throw, if you can't throw and get the ball down the field, what good is it? And defensively, they generated the fewest sacks. They had like 20. Right. The average was like 40 and a half. So. so this is one of our big disagreements, Green Bay versus Minnesota. Yeah. You have Minnesota, I have Green Bay. I love Minnesota. We'll see who's right. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. 
It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, coming back, we're doing the NFC South. Sal was looking at FanDuel and, and noticed that they have odds for a team to score in all oh, 17 that games wasn't of for touchdown. Public consumption, my God, I can't believe. <laughs> so you I think so, San so betrayed right now? <laughs> you think San Francisco could score a touchdown in every game? Yeah, they did it last. What year. are the odds? It's even odds. I love that. Love it, love it, love it. They have it for every team. Like the Bills anyway. are minus two hundred. You know. What was your best Women's World Cup bet? Did you bet like... <laughs> My best bet was not waking up for most of it. I lost <laughs> I lost so much before the even qualifying rounds. Disgusting. All right, the NFC South. New Orleans is the favorite, plus 130. Their over-under is 9.5, 17-1 for the conference, minus 188 for the playoffs. I instinctively, in June and July and for most of August was out on New Orleans hmm. because I thought Derek Carr looked kind of semi-shot last year. And I was just, New Orleans is old, the cap, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Atlanta or Carolina. And that's where I'm heading. And then Carolina quickly became appalled. We'll talk about them in a second. Right. And I just couldn't get there with Atlanta with Ritter because I watched all those games. And I, I don't, I know Atlanta's like the sexy pick. The football nerds are, are in and whatever. And look at this. And yeah. but Merritt is so bad. Is Ritter going to be better than Derek Carr? No. no. The worst version of Derek Carr, Ritter's not going to be better than. What are the odds that Derek Carr just, maybe he's just better this year. Maybe he needed to get out of Las Vegas. Maybe he wasn't vibing with McDaniels. He's young enough that I could see him going to New Orleans. He's playing a ton of games indoors. They have the easy schedule in the league. Right. He's got good receivers. Kamara's come back for week four. I talked myself into them. Their schedule is so easy. It's like staggering. Yeah. And that was it. I think they go 10 and seven. I think they hit the over. I have it even better at 11 and six. And mm. if you, I think you and I approach it the same way. You look for the best quarterback coach combination and you're not going to find it in the NFC South. <laughs> you, you you're not, not going to find Dennis it. Allen. Right. Okay. So even taking the Saints, I'm going to admit that, right? It's kind of a joke. He's 15 and 38, but I still think Carr is capable. I think they surrounded him, him with some nice pieces. Honestly, if you're being honest, I'm not talking about Bryce Young. Four years from now, if you want one quarterback on any team in the NFC South, you would take Derek Carr, right? So they gave him the $60 million. You don't need Michael Thomas to be your main guy. He could be the third option. Well, that's right? the thing. If Olave becomes kind of semi-special, yeah. which I think he showed a lot of signs of last mm -hmm. year, that's the other thing for them. Yeah. Juwan Johnson's nice at tight end. They, that Shahid guy they like. Uh, Joe Woods is a defensive coordinator. They, they signed our guy Jamal defense. Williams. Yeah. Jamal Williams, goal linebacker. So... I think they're going to be pretty good, and they have really good um, uh, secondary with Lattimore and Matthew. They uh, one of the few teams we just talked about that have a good defense. So I'll go defense and quarterback. Not sure about the coach gets me to the Saints winning the division. Well, also they have a good offensive line. It's not yeah. top five, but it's probably like top eight. Right. And Carr last year, you know, did not have a good offensive line. They only one good lineman. Cold um, weather games early. I'm looking at that. Yep. Only three prime time, you know, under the radar team. They're going to do good. I write down the hard games for each team that seem hard. And for them, I only had at Green Bay, at New England, at Atlanta, and at the Rams and at Tampa. And the Rams and Tampa aren't even good. Yeah. So I, you just can't get there. And any, you know, they played Detroit at home. They played Tennessee at home. The schedule, they're playing all the bad teams in the league. And I don't see how they won't go. This might be an adjusted, no, like this, this could be an adjusted win thing for us, right? Well, I saw the 11 plus wins is plus 210, which I thought was pretty enticing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the one seed is 17 to one. That seems a little outrageous, but they'd probably have to go 13 and four. I'm not ready to do that, but Carr was good two years ago. I don't Mm -hmm. know what happened to him last year. He looked like a shot boxer. Right. And he was just, he just looked like he didn't want to get hit anymore. He'll lose a game that he shouldn't. Yeah, Couple, people freak maybe, out. But I'm I'm too too in on Carr. I have over 22 and a half touchdown passes. Yeah, I have a minus 165. Fandle has by division. You could bet who's going to be the top passer by the division. Carr to have the most passing yards in the NFC South. I like that. Atlanta is next. This was the single hardest team for me, and I changed my mind. I would say 130 times. Hmm. The over under is eight and a half. You want to think about it a little more? I, I might drink plus two. 210 for the division. Um, last year, they were 7 and 10. They took Bijan Robinson with the eighth pick, which was just bizarre, but then also kind of awesome. Yeah. But it was the one, it was the best spot on their team because they had Tyler RG or they had Cordell Patterson. 1,700 yards between those guys last so year. So I, I wasn't looking at that team going, you know what, they need a running back, but he's going to be really fun to watch. Defense, they took Bates from Cincinnati. They added all these starters, whatever. House mm-hmm. is excited about it. <laughs> um, I can't get there with Ritter and if I'm wrong I'm wrong but from what I saw and I bet on two of the games and I just I, I just didn't see it I don't know what he's good at yeah so I can't get there so I have them I actually have them slightly over at 9 and 8 wow. because the schedule's really? so easy after that all that I had five hard games at Detroit at Jacksonville at Tennessee at Chicago and at New Orleans that's it for hard games and at Chicago might not even be a hard game but their home games are ludicrous. Green Bay is their hardest home game. You know, they have zero rest advantage. They, have, they don't have a rest advantage in any game. Well, because that, that kind of matters. You know what? You know why? Because they play every Sunday. Yeah. They're just Sunday in the afternoon, every game. They have Sunday one, one o'clock. Yeah. They have one uh, London game in week four. But other than that, it's just one o'clock or mm-hmm. four o'clock every week for the rest of the season. And the Bears and Jets on the road in December is not, not ideal, I think. Yeah, this is the one that jumped out at me. When Mondays come out in April. Yeah. I saw Atlanta eight and a half. I was like, oh my God. How why? Why? Yeah, that's nine. Yeah, I know they were they were gamers last year for a while, but um yeah, I'm with you. I don't think Robinson, I think you draft a running back that early if you're one piece away from making it to the Super Bowl. And they're not. And like we said, they had Patterson and Algier who were good. I think they screwed up. They had a lot of cap space. They could have gone after Lamar Jackson, and I think they're gonna regret not doing so. This is the most hyped non-playoff team in the NFC. Yeah. I think. Maybe next to the Lions. I don't feel 100% on it. I'll say that. Like, I like if they went 10-7 and seven and Ritter turned out to be a little better yeah. than we saw last year, I'm, I'm not going to be shocked. Right. Um, yeah, well, these this South divisions suck. Let's I just, just think New Orleans it. is a safer bet. Yeah. But I don't feel good about any of this. I, I certainly wouldn't bet on it. I will bet on the next thing, though. I think Carolina's going to suck. And... Once we decided we were doing this Sunday show for FanDuel TV, then I'm super excited about this live pregame gambling show with you and Raheem and House and JJ. We all ended up on this text thread. Right. And I was in Boston with my daughter <laughs> and I was listening to their podcast. This is like a parent corner, but you're Joe House's it's parent. My, it's a Joe yeah. House parent corner. <laughs> yeah. And House was saying, he, he mentioned a couple of times that Frank Reich was a good coach. And now that Frank Reich is there, and we just, it turned into this four hour text fight because there is zero evidence that Frank Reich is a good coach. Zero. And including, and then House, who does a podcast this week, and now he's like, you know who could have the worst record in the league? Carolina. And just basically pees all over my Carolina stuff. But not Frank Reich, 0 4 and 1 in opening, wow. opening weeks. And oh, man. Classic, like, what did like he just, say? I forgot. Just How did bet he... take stealer, Joe House. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bet take stealer. But he went from Frank Reich was the best coach in the. Yeah. Anyway, I'm mad at House. House and I are in a fight. I'm going <laughs> to deprive him of spare ribs. So just go under. But Frank Reich is a bad coach. There's no evidence that he's a good coach. Mm. He was bad in Indianapolis. They had a different quarterback every year that he brought. The team was underprepared. He was so bad that his his owner fired him and hired a guy from TV thinking they'd be better off. Yep. And then he goes to Carolina, like quarterback whisperer, Frank Reg. Mm. He's a quarterback whisperer. This Nick Foles thing, Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl because the Patriots had Matt Patricia, Uh-oh. who's one of the worst coaches of all time in any sport. And Nick Foles looks good. And then it becomes Frank Reg, quarterback whisperer. All he did was run quarterbacks into the ground in Indianapolis over and over again. Yeah. Uh, Phil Rivers did the best and he ended up retiring. Uh, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Jacoby Brissett, pick a quarterback. They all look terrible. Mm. 
they have their offensive line was just getting annihilated in the in the preseason. I feel bad for Bryce Young because I like Bryce Young and I like this Carolina team last year. I think they're gonna stink. Wow. So three or four wins, put them in the bottom there. I have them at four and thirteen. Interesting. I had them at seven, but you might have convinced me now to uh put it at zero. I don't know. And, and as bad as Reich has been, and you brought that up, but this GM, Tepper, this GM is on the hot seat. It's five yeah. seasons, five quarterbacks, plus hired Matt Rule. So um, it's got to work out eventually for this. But how could it? New head coach, new OC, new DC, new quarterback isn't usually a good formula. Well, remember yeah, they, I'm going under here. They were 21 up 21 nothing against Tampa. Yeah. And they kind of stumbled into a recipe. We were betting on them a bunch of times, second half of the year, mm -hmm. where they were this power run game, um, not asking Darnold to do too much. Their defense is actually pretty good. Like they, I had six chippers on the team Brown, Burns, Thompson, Luvo, Horn, and Chin. Like they, their defense is going to keep them in games, which is why maybe they get yeah. a little higher. I just think they're going to have the worst offense in the league. They have no, the worst skill position guys in the league. But they had Thielen, Sanders, I don't like that. done. Right. Those guys are done. They have no run game. I'm with you. Um, and I'm Bryce with you. Young, rookie QB, just running for his life. And they got the defensive, like J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson missed, both missed 10 games over yeah. the last two years. So. But it's interesting. They blow that Tampa game, and they should have won. Mm -hmm. Wilkes gets fired. That Tampa limps into the playoffs. Your team destroys them. And yeah. Then Brady retires. Mm -hmm. But, like, they should have beaten Tampa. And then Wilkes probably stays. I don't know what they do with the Bryce Young pick. Maybe they trade it. Well, should our overall, before we even get to Tampa, advice for people betting the NFC South be to just sit back for a little bit? I feel like we changed our minds three times. Don't do it. And the best quarterback like in Orleans, football though. barely won it. Ended right. up winning it, you know? I do like New Orleans, though. Yeah. So you, right, are you in on New Orleans? Yeah, I, I, I don't New Orleans to win the division. Even odds. But I just, I, I, this, it's an infuriating division. It really is. Yeah, this is definitely like don't throw anyone from this division in a tease because oh, God no. only knows. No. Uh, Tampa, they're over under six and a half. I get slight under. I, I have them like five and 12, six and 11. I have them there. six. Yeah, there's not a ton to like about them. Post Worst quarterback situation in the league, right? Yeah. Kyle Trask, Baker Mayfield. And Baker. Yeah. And it's his fourth I can't team. say I'm a huge Todd Bowles fan. He's definitely right up there. First coach fired. Fourth team since last June for Baker. That's yeah. almost impossible. And I just don't know what kind of identity. I told you, like, Brady threw, like, 733 passes last year. Yeah. And uh, they had 1,300 rushing yards. So, I, I don't know. This could be it for Bulls. Um, still big names, which is weird, right? It's Evans. It's Godwin. People get excited for that. Devin White, Shaq Barrett, Levante David. Worse. But, yeah. And I don't think it, but I don't think it adds up. I really don't. I have six. Yeah, wins. I'm wondering if it goes the other way where maybe they become a seller around week five, week six. Yeah. And try to get into the. They did what the Rams did, right? They mortgaged yeah. the future for a Super Bowl, and uh, they got it. Their schedule, they they week 11 to 15, they're at San Francisco, at Indianapolis, at Atlanta, and at Green Bay. So it they actually have six road games out of eight going from week eight to week 15, starting with at Buffalo on a Thursday in week eight. I just think they're going to Yeah, that's bad. what's killer, because they play a first-place schedule, yeah. and they're a projected to come in fourth. Their extra games are Philly at San Francisco and at Buffalo. It doesn't get worse than that. So before we leave the NFC South, yeah. what's the highest possible record Atlanta would get and the lowest possible record? Because I, I really am intrigued by them. Hmm. Like I could see them be, if Ritter could just out of nowhere be like what Kenny Pickett was doing in the last four games wow. of last year. Because they are talented okay, and I'm they can block and they do have weapons. And I like their coach. I'm so against them. I have the minus 120 to not make the playoffs. I have, yeah, I'm with you. But it, I, 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 could I, you see them going six and 11? Yeah, that's what I have. Could you see them going 11 and six? No, nah, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I, but this division, like like I said, don't be surprised and uh, try not to watch it unless they play your favorite team. Something worries me about them. All right, we're going to take a break. Last division coming up, NFC West. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, 
When you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their Wood Barrel Bourbon Bar Soap and Lotion or their Bay Rum Deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout. All right, the San Francisco 49ers over under 10 and a half mainly because of uh, some schedule stuff and some rest stuff. It's just like you look at it, there's five night games for them. They're playing on two Thursdays and two Mondays. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're all over the place. We have to be very careful with this because people take shots at us because we've wavered with Chanahan. Remember we used to go over his record when he was hovering right around 500? Who? What people? Very people important on the people on, on X. Very, very On X? Not ecstasy. In my X replies? Probably ecstasy. Too, I didn't realize. Yeah, a lot of X replies. Gotta check the X replies. But I have no idea. I'm going to come out and say it. And I have no idea how Shanahan or Lynch are going to be remembered. Didn't we pick them to win the Super Bowl and have money on them and we're rooting for them in the, well, what, two years ago? Maybe. That's what I'm doing this year because they're very freaking successful. They're one of the best teams of the 2020s. Oh, right? wait. So you're in on San Francisco? I am. I'm going way Shit, over. I'm in too. I just read that they were going to win the Super Bowl on our pre-roll or mid-roll, right? Yeah. They're winning. They're winning it. Because I have them as 13 and four. Yeah. And I think they're going to have the best record in the league. Right um, there with you. The only thing that makes me nervous is quarterback. But I, we both like Purdy last year. That Purdy was pretty good. They are so loaded. My scoring system, they were the highest team with players. They had five on offense. They have seven on defense. They add Javon Hargrave. Not to mention Shanahan. Um, just they just have guys loaded everywhere. The only case against them would be Purdy just completely shits the bed. Like yeah. completely. Yeah. How long is it going to take before the, the Mr. Irrelevant with the UCL injury um, throws three interceptions? Everyone's like, I told you so. Right. Like that'll 30 be 30 for 30's coming. Yeah, exactly. So that's a little scary when Sam Darnold is lurking. Well, there the seems like there's some legitimate like Shanahan kind of digs Sam Darnold. Like, don't be surprised. Yeah. Some Sam Darnold buzz. I'm He's good with maniac. Sam Darnold. He's such a maniac. I'll Shanahan. never forgive Sam Darnold for that 21 nothing Carolina Tampa when oh, we yeah. we had the Carolina division money and yeah. we had all bet and we had to hedge. We could have hedged at halftime. Right. It's like, ah, Sam Darnold can't blow this. I'll yeah. never forgive him. You won't? No. We got to figure that out. We got to sort that out. The only other thing I can think of for them would be just the injuries because of like the lack of rest. Like they have, they're getting crushed on the rest part, sure. which is always a bad sign. Debo McCaffrey, not exactly like Cal Ripken. Right. 20 so, fewer rest days and defense is what usually slows down first. But I yeah. just think it's so damn loaded that defense. And that's why I don't really care who's the quarterback. But I mean, think about what this team has done. Like three years ago, Jimmy G's up 10, the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. They lose two years yeah. ago. Great NFC championship game. Cooper Cup goes nuts. Otherwise, they make it back. Last year, they had seven quarterbacks injured in one game. They couldn't beat the Eagles. Right. So, we'll never even know what could happen. Yeah. So, you know, McCaffrey turned them around, gave them a boost. But I honestly think they could even survive without him and get to double digits in this division. Can I make a gambling suggestion? No, I don't think so. Not if you like show. them for Super Bowl, I would wait a week because I think they might actually lose that Pittsburgh oh, game week really? one. No, and wait, maybe bump that to like, maybe it bumps to, two, oh, the, oh, and one Purdy, two picks. Ugh. And then bet them when it's like 12 to one, 13 to one heading into week two against the Rams. Yeah. You know, they'll kill the Rams. They play the Giants at home on a Thursday, week three, and then Arizona week four. They'll be three and one coming out of those four. Mm-hmm. 
And then they got your team week five at Cleveland at Minnesota. It's just an automatic four games against Arizona and the Rams. So we'll right. get to, but it really, yeah. So if you, if you say those are an automatic four, they just got to go nine and four in the other 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're absolutely loaded. And their schedules, I got to say, not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Well, you talked about the 22 rest disadvantage days. But uh, yeah, other than that, they should beat up on a lot of these teams and have a good record going in. And they will score every game, even odds. They they just have too much talent. And I know football, we talk about it every year when we do guest lines about like that circle of seven, eight teams that can win every year and you get to the... Mm-hmm. January and then it becomes like about four and you need a couple breaks and they just never got the break when they needed it. Yeah. But it's sitting there and I really like Purdy and the nerd community is a little down on Purdy and they're like, he, there was a couple drop picks with him last year, but I, oh, I don't know. I liked his poise. I liked his presence. He and I don't phenomenal. think, it's gonna I don't be think hard they need like an amazing quarterback for the amount of weapons they have. Just, they need somebody to just, that's what's so strange guard. about this team. They don't need a great quarterback. They really don't need a running great running back. Even though McCaffrey did, good things, but they won without him yeah. two years I mentioned before. He's a maniac. He took a kicker in the third round after not having two first, a right. first or a second. Nuts. You like Seattle over eight and a half? The, one of the most suspicious over-unders in this whole thing. Yeah, it is suspicious, but I I, I hate the dealer's hand so much that I'm going to stay with my bad hand too. Not that Seattle's bad. Over eight and a half. Again, I think they win four games against the bottom. Yeah, and uh, look, they're big winners getting rid of Russ, right? And then they beat him in the first game of the season, and they kept going from there. And I know you don't like to see it, but Pete Carroll, dynamite coach. Well, I like to see it. I oh, like wait, Pete that's Carroll. Right. You won the Ringer Super Bowl. podcast, right? I keep thinking and we beat that. him in a Super Bowl. I yeah. love Pete Carroll. I thought he left the yeah. Ringer if they, podcast. If they go four and zero against those two teams <laughs> in the West, yeah, and then they go five and four against everybody else that's nine and eight and they cover weird stuff with the defense they gave up the third most rush yards i don't love their defense a lot of big plays like nine touchdowns with 20 yards or more but i think gino keeps it going and you can't say enough about bobby wagner when he's getting that guy back right i also we talked about him on the fantasy pod i did on tuesday that that walker i think i thought was really good last year when he was yeah before he got hurt but um metcalf lockett jsn the rookie that's yep. what I've chosen to call him. JSN? I'm going acronym. Yeah, I'm a, that hyphen names I always screw up. The other um, rookie, uh, yeah, Charbonnet. And then Witherspoon. Good defense, uh, good backup for um, for uh, right. Kenneth Walker. And then they pick Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. There's two awesome cornerbacks. And over and over again, the those high first-round cornerbacks come in, and they're usually really good. They, yeah. And they're usually impactful right away, like Sauce was. I don't know if they'll be as good as Sauce, but. Yeah, that seems in that division. That's a good team. It's almost yeah, I like uh, what that were their odds to make the playoffs? Is it even for them to make the playoffs in the NFC? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be hard for them not to. Rams six and a half. I struggled with this one a little. They were five and twelve last year because I was thinking would McVay tank because we we lost money in that game last year when he just decided to win on like a Thursday night with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And it, it it just sends chills down my spine thinking about it. One of the worst <laughs> gambling losses the last couple of years. My guess is he's not going to tank early, but then you look at their schedule and it's at Seattle, San Francisco, at Cincinnati, at Indianapolis, home Philly. Yeah. And it's they could one. be 0-5 after those first five or 1-4. and four, mm-hmm. And then maybe by the time they get to this at Dallas, at Green Bay stretch in 8-9, maybe they start going, what are we doing? Yeah. Let's let's start packing it. Maybe they shut Stafford down. Maybe Cooper Cup's got some sort of hamstring. I'm going under. I don't like betting against teams because of injuries with guys, like I said, are healthy right now. But I'm betting against Tua. I'm betting against Stafford. He's a 35-year-old with a spine injury. Yeah. I think they're winking at him like, hey, you did good for us, kid. Yeah, thanks you won for that the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Take it easy. Don't hurt yourself. Enjoy your wife. Keep her off social media. And uh, you're going to be just fine. But I, I I love the under in a big way. McVay's the only a thing getting it. Get I think great odds, 10 to 1 odds for the Rams to have the worst record. Mm. I really do. And I like them to have fewer wins somehow than this Arizona team. We're gonna this. The, they told McVay that the over-under, they actually told them his over-under wins was 6.5. And, and he said, oh, man. 
That was his reaction. Oh, man. And I think it was like, not oh, like man, that's like, crazy. We're definitely beating. No, that? I think it's like, oh, man, how do we get to six and a half? Uh, that's yeah. lofty. Well, but, what do they have, like 30 undrafted guys or Yeah, with 26 and undrafted free agents. Their draft is a mess. 36 is the earliest they've picked since 2016. So you're going to see Stetson Bennett. You're going to mm. see Brett Rippon in there, I think. And this Rams team is rough. Donald should have retired. They play rough. almost all, they play all really above average teams on the road, except for Indy. They play at Seattle, at Cincinnati, at Dallas, at Green Bay, at Baltimore, at the Giants, at San Francisco. I mean, no and Then they have home San Francisco, home Pittsburgh. That's, that's one in nine, just for those 10. So. I think you're betting the jersey if you're betting the Rams at all, honestly. Like, this, this also, what, be, what are their home games going to be, gonna be like? Right, that's another one. Yeah. So they'll have all the Philly fans will be there in week five. All the Pittsburgh fans will be there week seven. They're That'll gonna, be the worst place on anyway. earth. Jesus. Yeah, right. Uh, all the Seattle fans will fly in for week 11. Well, now it's getting to like there's more 49ers fans there. Yeah, right? more but 49ers. Not that they would lose that anyway. Win that. All right. Last but not least, except in this case, there's a huge least. It's the <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. Their over-under is four and a half, and it seems high. I'm going under. I've actually bet this. I bet the under. I don't see any scenario that they go five and 12. Why is this even odds at four and a half? Like, I think people are worried Kyler Murray's going to come back right. and get the ball rolling on them. But I um, want to be the only one in the country to go over. I don't even see the wins on their schedule, how they could go over. But I, I was outraged when they cut Colt McCoy. And then I like, like, I looked at his last three games, no touchdowns, yeah. one interception, the same for the last, all three games. I'm like, oh, what do I care about Colt McCoy? It doesn't really matter at this point. Right. And I know teams don't tank, but. Trading that Isaiah Simmons was really something else. Like that was a good player. They got a seventh round pick. You thought he was good? Like, I'd seem like they didn't really? know what to do with him. I don't know. I could never. I'm tell going by them. the numbers. Maybe they're misleading, yeah. but or the PFF. Maybe not a good. Uh, but just how many tackles? He just a, makes a ton of tackles. But anyway, maybe Kyler does come back. I have them winning five games. So I did my player rankings. Yeah, as I've mentioned nine times. They were by far the lowest. I had them with three points. I only had them with two guys who ranked, Buda Baker and Humphreys, the tackle who came back. Right. Other than that, it doesn't seem like they have any above average, close to elite players on their entire roster. So, and I don't know what they do with Kyler Murray down the stretch. All right, so to recap, division odds. You're going Dallas plus 175 NFC East or are you going Philly? Yeah, it's more than that. Oh, no, it's plus 175. Yeah, I have them both at 11 wins, so I might as well take the plus number. I'm going my team. I'm going to take Philly, but I, but Dallas is a better bet. And I, I wouldn't bet that because I think that's a toss-up between those two. NFC North, you love Minnesota plus 260. Yeah. I love Green Bay plus 350. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Going head-to-head. NFC South, we both like New Orleans plus 130. Mm-hmm. Definitely gave Carol, uh, Atlanta a long look at plus 210, but couldn't tuck ourselves into it. And then last but not least... San Fran, we love minus one sixty five. Yeah, um, they yeah, we have, gave ourselves a break with the two West Division winners. So they have exact orders on Fanduel, mm-hmm. and there is a 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals in that order is plus two fifty. Or you can get frisky and go 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. That's plus plus 550. That's the one I have written down. I don't think those odds are good enough. No. My favorite of all of these, which is one you won't agree with because you don't think the Packers are going to win the division. Oh, you'll get good odds on that. Packers, Lions, Vikings, Bears Mm -hmm. is 17 to 1. Should be 50 to 1. Don't don't get snarky with me. I don't know. Boy, everybody hated Jordan Love and now it's like, because Rodgers is gone, he's going to win 10, 11, 12 games. AFC South. Good luck. Would you put Colts third or Titans third? This we, is the we baby had the, dog. Our Texans, we have third, right? Good luck to you, Ben, of the <laughs> trying to figure out the South from one through four. I had Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Bucks, eight to one. No, I'm saying AFC boring, right? South. Oh, AFC. We're back to AFC? Well, I'm just, I was looking at the oh. odds. Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, Titans, Jaguars, Texans, Colts, which I think is the yeah, order we like. We That's like that. Twelve to one. Yeah, I like let's that do that. One. That's pretty good. Yeah, just Have bet everything. One. I mean, now it's like the most responsible thing you could do at this point. I would say don't bet the AFC North and definitely stay away from 
the NFC South. Although if the NFC South, I guess you could throw in uh, Carolina and Fort I think Quest that's trying the, to hit it. the division you could wait on. Yeah. Wait uh, till after the season. <laughs> All right, that's it, Sal. We've run through the NFC. We ran through the AFC yesterday, and now we're going to run through the season. We can see you on FanDuel yeah. on Fridays. What's the show called? Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend? That's what we settled on. I got yeah. it. And 55 then, titles later, we got it. And then Sundays, Wise Guys, 11 to 12 on FanDuel TV. E.T., you, Joe House, Raheem Palmer, John Jastrzemski. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing all of our bets. We're going to be putting on all platforms. We'll probably run until 1230 that night. Very excited for wow. Wise Guys. Wow. I might invite myself on as the first guest of Wise Guys. Are you going to? Yeah. And then I figured I'd come on for two seconds and then I'd get shot in the back of the head like Joe Pesci. Oh, no. Yeah, I'd fake it, though. I wouldn't really get shot. I'd be right there for you, buddy, slamming the payphone down repeatedly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that. It's great to have you back. Good job by you, buddy. Good job by you. All right, that is it for the NFC Over-Unders and part one of our staggered two-part Sunday extravaganza. Remember... We have part two is going to be guest lines and some leftover futures is going up midnight ET. And you can hear Sal and I on FanDuel TV and watch us. You can see our beautiful faces on Monday morning and Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. doing the AFC and NFC over under pods. Don't forget about that FanDuel boost as well. Plus 130 on the app. Niners, Chiefs, Eagles all to make the playoffs. And uh, I will see you later tonight for part two. Thanks to Kyle Creighton and Steve Cerruti for producing as always. And we will see you late night. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.